Welcome to the Comic Blast Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Comic Blast Podcast. It's me, Keenan, leading this episode. Grayson is off doing something. He's seeing A Quiet Place 2. Um, I think all of us are seeing it tomorrow. Is that right? Indeed. Not together? Um, Not together. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'm seeing it tomorrow, but I mean, I hope so. You, you definitely should. You just heard the voices of Jess and Cole. They're joining me on this episode. Um, it's been a while since we posted an episode, so we couldn't wait to get this one out to you guys. Um, real quickly, before we start the show, be sure to follow us and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you enjoy it. Uh, with that being said, we're going to just jump straight into the topics of this episode. I think the hardest-hitting news of the week was the Eternals trailer. Hmm. Right? Yeah? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Eternals trailer. Kind of blew up the internet for a little bit. Kind of came out of left field. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting it. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go super deep into this because I'll be the first to admit that I know nothing about the Eternals as characters. So I'm going to let the people who know the, you know, know these characters best speak on that. With that being said, as someone who does not know these characters, I'm very intrigued. I thought the um, trailer looked pretty cool. I love the cast. Absolutely love the cast. It's probably the thing that has me most excited about this. I mean, the amount of talent that they're bringing into the MCU in one film is pretty impressive. So I'm excited to see what this squad is about. Um, And it looks like you know, a different type of MCU movie that we haven't seen before. So that's just my opinion on it. I'm pumped for it. I agree. I think, and we, we always talk about this like end game and then getting far from home. Um, yeah. What we deserved after end game. And I think that like far from home as like a standalone, if it weren't coming off of end game would have been way better. But I think that this is definitely what we need um, after everything that we've gone through, all the traumatic experiences, and yes, I love the cast, um, Kit Harrington and Richard Madden, like, Amen. who does not love that duo? Yep. Um, Wait, we, we, we all like Game of Thrones here, right? Everybody yes. Game of Thrones? Um, I, okay. I, I love uh, most of the TV show of Game of Thrones, if you know what I mean. Yes, I agree with that. Though, um, the whole seasons. Black Knight thing is kind of confusing because he's, like, not a part of the Eternals and but as far as his connection goes like it's just a romantic thing so mm-hmm. I'm like okay are we gonna have another Star Wars like Kylo Ren and Rey moment here interesting how is that oh, yeah like how yeah. is that gonna how is that gonna tie in and then um also I'm not sure how like as far as the comics go um like Black Knight was actually the leader of the Avengers at some point so when um Ooh. you know when they're joking at the end, like who's gonna lead the Avengers and um, Icarus is like, oh, like I can do it. Um, I think that kind of leads us to the whole Black Knight, Ebony Blade kind of thing. Cause I don't know how else he's gonna really tie in here other yeah. than like romantic or leading the Avengers. I don't know. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. And I know that Grayson, like in the Discord, was saying that it was kind of visually a little um, darker than what he expected. But I just think it's what we're coming off of, you know, when yeah. we, yeah. the beginning of Endgame, when everything's just completely, you know, desolated 
and bleak. Um, I think it's important that they continue that a little bit so that we do get the vibe, so that we can have the good ending and the vibrance at the end. Um, as far as characters, awesome, love it. What else do I need to cover? Oh, oh yeah, and then th this, like Thanos, um, as far as his mm. backstory goes, I think that's going to be a very, very important plot point as well mm -hmm. um, because he is an Eternal, but he has a mutation that makes him the way that he is. Um, mm. So I think that's... I hope they tie a bunch of that into because we didn't see any of that in the trailer, obviously. We only got a glimpse of Black Knight as well. So um, excited to see um, what they give us. But overall, as far as the trailer goes, I'm very, very, very happy. Visually pleasing, as always. Um, yeah, that's my take. Um, <laughs> well, as the only as the only other person, uh, I will unfortunately finish this off by saying that, like Keenan, I have no idea who the Eternals are. Um, <laughs> when the Eternals uh, w was announced, I was like... Well, I, I I don't know who that is. <laughs> I just kind of, <laughs> um, and I mean that's that that that's a very common thing. Uh, at least when when the MCU started for me, uh, I you know like growing up, uh, I was super into comics, but uh, a lot of it was in terms of uh, specifics. You know, like Batman and Spider Man. You know, respectfully, uh, yeah. I I know I like I know a lot about those two things. Much more about Batman though. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. with the Eternals, I was like, you know, I, I have no idea who these people are. But when I watched the trailer, you know, I wasn't really excited to watch it. I just kind of watched it out of necessity. Um, it looks super cool. I love the idea behind it. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Kit Harrington and say a Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Yeah, I don't know. I can't believe I was about to say John Madden. I was about to make that mistake. I said John Madden. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the football guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Obviously, love seeing them. Um, I would like to see uh, the two of them together on screen again because it has been quite some time. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it just looks like fun. Uh, I actually am wondering if they are going to make that tie-in between uh, Thanos and the Eternals. I feel like since uh, we are getting into the Eternals, quote-unquote, fresh off the heels of Endgame, like, it's almost expected at this point because, you know, in comics they are connected. Uh, so I am kind of curious they have about to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they have to just because these are so like obscure characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people are going to like wonder how how do they fit into this universe? Mm -hmm. Um and we got a little bit of that with the first Guardians because the Guardians of the Galaxy that now they're like they're A-list characters yeah. because, you know, but before not a lot of people really knew who these characters were. Yeah. Um and it probably helped to tie in the whole Thanos uh little story. There wasn't a ton of it, but there was a little bit of it, enough to p get people, you know, understanding what exactly they're building towards. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. And I think the same kind of has to go for this, just to kind of find a way to connect it to the MCU, because that's what <laughs> Marvel Studios does. They find a way to connect every MCU movie to something else in the MCU. Yeah. It's... To let people know, this is all connected. They... And... <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. They're starting yeah. to, like, we, we have mentioned this in a, in a previous episode, that they, they're starting to make the MCU, uh, like, as crammed as the comics. Like, I feel like 
they're starting to, to to put a whole lot of stuff together uh, together all in one place, and then eventually it's gonna be like, what are we supposed to do with all this? Um, I mean, I'm excited that it's building, and then there's just more and more and more. And I mean, you know, with all the TV shows coming out, and then they're eventually, uh, as far as I know, they're planning to bring those like uh, on like to the theater and stuff like that. Um, you know, like those characters in that. I remember hearing somewhere yeah. that you know, once Moon Knight wrapped up with his series, like he's gonna like start going into the movies and stuff like that. You know, kind of mm -hmm. uh, crossovers and stuff like that. Um, so there's just uh, there's a lot to work with here. Um, so I mean, it's gonna be crammed, but I mean, I'm excited about it. It's a little overwhelming to think about because we're getting like constant announcements of Disney Plus series and you got to figure those characters are going to tie into the movies at some point in time. And I could see like as a general audience member, I could see, you know, why someone would be overwhelmed. You know, if you're not keeping up with every series, like we're going to get into the Koi series in a little bit, which, you know, I'm excited for, but that's not necessarily a series that I feel like everybody's going to need to watch in order to watch all these movies. And I, I feel like that's going to be the case for not all of them, but most of these series they are not going to be absolutely necessary, especially with, with character we characters we've already seen in the MCU before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like we all like the trailer. I think everybody else that's a part of comic blast, like the trailer mm -hmm. that isn't actually on the podcast today. So, um, yeah, it's really exciting. I want to get to uh, the news that dropped yesterday um, about the casting for the Craven film. At first, I thought this was a rumor, um, but it's it's official that Aaron Taylor Johnson, formerly Quicksilver in the MCU, is going to be playing Craven the Hunter. Um, I have a ton of thoughts on this, so you, you guys, if you guys need to be <laughs> negative, whoever needs to be negative, say no. it first. Like, okay, okay, so. I don't like these standalone movies. Um, they're not my favorite. I feel like they're always disappointing. And when they were talking about Keanu Reeves taking the role, I was like, "Where?" I love Keanu Reeves. There's yeah. not a movie that Keanu Reeves is in that I do not like. But I could not see him for this role. And then when they announced Aaron Taylor Johnson, I was like, Okay, but then in the back of your head, you're going, what does that mean for Quicksilver? Because we were watching WandaVision, thinking he was going to come back at some point. Then they brought Pietro back, but not the version that we know. <laughs> and so that kind of left confusion. But then he also wasn't Pietro. He exactly. Was... It was just Agatha being mean. I'm going to leave it at that. Not saying <laughs> bad names. Um <laughs> And then we thought, yeah, she's being, there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, so then we thought, well, maybe he's going to come back in the Multiverse of Madness. But obviously, if he's going to be playing Craven, and then him them saying that he's possibly going to show up with Tom Holland at some point, then obviously yeah. that completely goes down the drain. So Quicksilver's just done with. Um, That's... Craven the Hunter, like, Craven, you cannot have that movie. At some point in time, you have to have Spider-Man. It's not a Venom situation, which I think eventually Spider-Man's going to jump into Venom, but, yeah. like, you have to have Spider-Man in a Craven movie. Well, right. was this, uh, is this Craven movie, like, under Sony, or is it under... It's Sony. It's just Sony. Sony. It's yeah. Sony. It's mm -hmm. the whole Venom situation. That's so, my thing. 
it, so like it, it kind of it kind of confuses me because again I really don't know what they're doing with Spider-Man. I don't know if Sony is wanting to take Spider-Man and make like his own little universe for Sony. I feel like that's what they definitely want to do. I feel like they yeah. want to break him away from the MCU and I feel like they like at this point they're certainly doing that if it's uh ah Aaron Taylor. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't but, think that they want to break him from the MCU. I think they want to use him as an alternate timeline how, sort of Spider-Man. How, how can you make him like Alternate Iron reality. Man, okay. How can you make him like Iron Man Jr. and then try to take him away? You know what I mean? Well, this... Uh, just... the, the, the mishap... Didn't that happen like after Far From Home where like there was like the problem with uh his ownership and stuff like that yeah it was yeah. right after far from home there was yeah. the whole this was they, they, supposed they to be the last plan. movie they had a plan no for him home. like they wanted to, to to set him up and then i feel like you know in terms of the, the the quicksilver situation they brought in evan peters because i think with the multiverse thing they're going to and you know with uh with disney now owning fox they're going to merge x-men and the mcu i feel like eventually that's like definitely going to happen at some point um, so Aaron Taylor Johnson is probably not going to be seen as Quicksilver at all anymore. It's going to be Evan Peters if they make the merge. Um, I definitely see that happening. But if Sony is trying to connect their thing with the MCU, uh, him as Craven is going to be a little weird with Aaron Taylor Johnson because it's like, wow, he I looks mean, he looks just like Quicksilver. <laughs> we've had know. multiple people play or we've had the same person play multiple roles in Marvel movies before. So, yeah. but I mean not huge. I mean this is Quicksilver and Craven that we're talking about. Um So yeah, I don't I mean I like the casting. I have nothing against it. Um and I'm always like the critic when it comes to the castings, but I actually yeah. I really really like this. I really do. It gave me hope. It gave me hope for the movie. Uh I mean we know he has skills as far as like superhero and all that goes with like kick ass and quicksilver so we already know that he can pull it off he already has the experience um with this type of movie and i really like his work so i think he'll do well all right so for me um i don't think that this this sony verse is going to be in any way connected to the mcu i think it's going to remain separate i think that the reason that this no way home movie is happening is to kind of set up sony um and marvel studios to have their own versions of the same spider-man character that's just going to exist in alternate realities so mm. i think that's what they're doing with that like it or not how yeah that, i honestly believe that that's how they were able to come to an agreement where marvel studios could continue to use tom holland spider-man in their films and sony could also continue to build their sony spider-verse hate it it is what it is. However, um, specifically for the casting, I love Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's one of my favorite actors. If you have not seen the movie um, uh, Nocturnal Animals, it's his best role, hands down. He's proven that he can be a method actor and completely become a character that is unlike who he is as a person because he plays the slimiest, grossest villain in that movie nocturnal animals like you you hate him in that movie but he does a 
great job with the performance in that film, which made me fall in love with him, and I think he's highly underrated. I think he can definitely bulk up and become this character. Um, with that being said, even though I love the casting, I think this movie's going to suck because Sony's <laughs> movies suck just like Venom sucks. And I got a lot of hope for Venom 2, which we actually never talked about because the trailer came out for that um, when we were on our little break. But I had a lot of hope for Venom 2 because Andy Serkis is directing, brand new director. And that movie just looks like a repeat of what we already got. Like there's no difference in tone at all. Horrible jokes. Not looking forward to that. Um, So I'm excited for Aaron Taylor Johnson, but at the same time, I'm disappointed that he has to exist within this Sony Spider-Verse. Rest my case. I don't know why I thought you were about to just finish up. I'm disappointed that he has to exist. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, well, you know. I'd, see, you, you brought up that point with uh, Sony and, you know, Disney coming to, like, you know, potentially co- coming to the agreement where they just split up Tom Holland's character into two different universes. Yeah. I feel like that would be a little too confusing and a little too much. So what if with uh spider-man no way home because we're obviously getting returning characters from the other spider-man universes yeah um that they just bring back you know like andrew garfield for instance and then sony just they're like okay well we're just going to you know continue with him with all of this stuff because like in the morbius trailer for instance you know they have that picture for the daily bugle you know of toby mcguire's spider-man you know yeah for some reason um, and so, like, honestly, right now, I'm just super confused as to what's going on and what they want to do. But what I know, what I don't want to happen, is for Tom Holland's Spider-Man to be taken away from the MCU. I do not yeah. want him yeah. to be snatched up and then ruined. I don't want that to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. That's why That's why I think the agreement was made. And I honestly believe that this, um, this third Spider-Man movie would not be happening if it weren't for whatever deal Marvel Studios and Sony came up with. Like, because yeah. I don't, I honestly, I don't think that that was the original plan for the third Spider Man movie. It seems a little rushed for his arc to go ahead and do something like that where you're crossing, you know, multiverses and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that point, but <laughs> Venom sucks. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Uh, that's all I really have to say about that, though. Unless you guys have any other thoughts. Um, no, I completely forgot about Morbius, by the way. All these movies that yeah. I know yeah. that are going to be trash just completely fly. Yeah, they're just, they're just setting up these villain movies because they got nothing else to do. I'm like, okay. Well. Yeah, it's I just an act of desperation. I, I think that I really believe that Tom Holland is going to be in, if not Venom 2, it's going to be... It's probably going to be Craven. He's going to cross over at some point in time. There was a lot of rumors um, when they originally shot uh, Venom that he was going to have a small cameo in it and that he filmed stuff for it. And obviously Marvel Studios and Disney pushed back on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yeah. sure how accurate that is, but there are people who like swear up and down that he shot stuff for that movie. I mean, don't so. get me wrong. You know, I'm, I, I, I have wanted to see MCU's tom holland spider-man go up against like venom or a symbiote or something like that but i mean you know how we all feel about the venom movie it's uh 
I just can't get it together, man. I mean, I don't. I don't know what to say. It's just like the, I, I, I hate seeing all these companies just throwing so much money to the wind on like a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just generic piece of material after generic piece of material. It's like y'all could be donating this really good money to charity instead you you know, you, you spend it on Joss Whedon's Justice League, right? Yeah. I'm like I I am I, I'm I'm a little tired of this. It's frustrating. Well, I've, I'm I get frustrated for like the actors, like Tom Hardy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I love Tom yeah. Hardy. He's an amazing actor, and then it's just it's just crap. God, and then, you thought like when Venom was coming out, you're like, well, at least they got Tom Hardy. That's gonna be really awesome. And you're like, they got Riz Ahmed, who was just nominated for an Oscar this year to play the oh. villain. And you're like, there's a ton of potential, you know, with this. Who is it? Michelle Williams, who's also an Oscar-nominated actress. To play the love interest, you're like, holy crap! And Woody Harrelson's gonna possibly play Carnage. Carnage? There's a lot of <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. But There's a lot of talent here. Like, and then <laughs> l- listen, Woody Harrelson has talent, but his cameo at the end of uh, Venom, like his, <laughs> I always thought that his hair looked so ridiculous. Oh, it does. like he literally looks like Ronald McDonald without makeup on. <laughs> 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 And he's just like, there's going to be carnage. And then the movie just ends. And I'm like, okay. But that's a right. Sony thing. That's not a Woody Harrelson thing. No, it's like, I, I, I know. Like, But there's only so much that they can do to make that, like, to make bad movies better. Like, Tom Hardy's like, we only hurt bad people. And I know that he's good. There's only so much that they can do. They need someone else to do their comedy. Like, I don't know yeah. why they can't. Oh, it's bad. I don't know why they can't get it down. <laughs> <laughs> the Venom is, like, the cheesiest. It's stuff that, like, a 50-year, you know, like, a dad might find funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's comedy straight from, like, the 90s. I think, uh, like, okay, I will say this. Like, in terms of the, the, the Venom movie, I'm not going to say that it's a good movie, but there are some moments when Venom actually assumes form that is, like, enjoyable to watch. I'm going to give that credit, like when he starts going ham on the soldiers and stuff like that. But that is not enough to actually make a good movie. Um, yeah, it's... like you can be you can be good with the monster action and stuff like that. But if there's no actual substance behind the movie, then it's the, and it's just like it the cheap. little things that that take you out of the movie when he's like saying line lines like a turd in the wind and. <laughs> And calling someone a pussy, like I forgot about those. Like it's just these little things that take you straight out of the film, and you're like, "That's I mean, awful dialogue." Look, just Why like, is this alien symbiote saying stuff like this? Because <laughs> yeah. they refuse to make any. Like, just make it rated R. Yeah. And make it good. Very that was simple. the plan originally. Just, Very uh, freaking simple. Make just, it rated R. Boom. Just make a movie adaptation of my favorite spider-man game which is spider-man web of shadows just make a movie adaptation of that where the symbiote takes over new york city and all of spider-man's rogues gallery has uh symbiote versions like like they get uh like combined with symbiotes and it's just a really cool story it's a great game that's it's just it's awesome and instead second we have we have turd in the wind so (laughs) I hate that movie so freaking much. Yeah. There was a sequence where someone wrote down that line and, <laughs> and, and an executive was like, he yes, chuckled that, 
that is top tier comedy right there. He just he's just sitting there typing. <laughs> Turn in the wind. <laughs> he's I, typing. <laughs> I love when they get people that have no idea about these characters or anything to to write about it. Yeah, it's literally Ooh, um, it's literally it. the the comic book movie version of adults writing uh, lines for teenager characters that do not understand yes. teenagers. Yes. <laughs> it's it's the exact same thing. Well, here we are if you want to hire us. We'll we'll get it done. We'll yeah. get it done for you. Yeah, yeah, we'll be great. Yeah, it seems so easy. There's a lot. There's just so much like great content from the comics to craft a good story or just a decent story um but if anything i mean it's like it's like that one comic book movie that we can look forward to laughing about every year or every other year because uh, i know <laughs> yeah. grace and i we had a ton of fun just laughing at that movie and walking out laughing it was great good, good stuff. stuff um that's enough of that <laughs> uh some news from today uh okoye um one of the supporting characters in Black Panther uh, is also is going to be getting her own series, Disney Plus series, um, kind of exploring her origin story. And uh, obviously, she's also going to be in the Wakanda series and reprising her role in Black Panther Two. But that's a little bit of big news. Um, I think. I mean, obviously, we haven't like seen anything about it or gotten like a storyline or anything, but. Um... I think they said that they're going to do a lot more about, like, the cultural aspect of everything, um, yeah. which I can definitely appreciate. And no one agrees with me on this, that Black Panther is one of my favorite MCU movies. Okay. <laughs> it's my number two. <laughs> um, everyone always gives me crap for that. Like, it wasn't even that good. I'm like, because you don't you don't appreciate the same things that I do. Exactly. Um, just how well detailed... The whole entire movie was and accurate in so many forms, shapes, and sizes, and I'm extremely excited to see more of that. So, as, yeah. as the more you give me, the more I will take. Thank you. Yeah, Koye was my probably. I might have liked Koye more in the Black Panther movie than I liked Black Panther, and I love Black Panther, but she was definitely a standout for me. I enjoyed her character so much. Like, yeah. I definitely wanted to see see more of her um just as like a black panther in general has really solid supporting characters oh yeah comparatively to other mcu films and like nakia also great and that's what i think that they're potentially going to do with the disney plus series before black black panther 2 comes out obviously they're not going to have their lead returning and it's going to be more just about wakanda and you know that group in general so i think what they're doing is just kind of like um laying some foundation down for other characters mm -hmm. maybe with the wakanda series and the sequoia series it just tells me that she's going to have a larger role in the black panther movie no i, I and they're going to want to set up yeah they're going to want to set up that backstory um so by all means like anything wakanda like yep. i'm just i'm down for anything wakanda i yep. i love seeing like the dora milaje and uh and falcon and the winter soldier <laughs> Y'all know it's how just, I feel it's about great powerful stuff. women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like uh, some powerful women. So, I mean, obviously, like, uh, uh, when we did that uh, MCU uh, fantasy draft uh, episode, uh, you, you, guys, you guys know that, like, you know, Black Panther isn't, like, the, the highest up on my list. But, I mean, I still liked it. I will say that it certainly did uh, 
fantastically in terms of world building. Uh, Like for Wakanda, the the world building is vast and it's expansive and it's incredible. Um, Did I expect an Okoye series? Uh, No, absolutely not. But I'm excited for it. It sounds like fun. You know, we saw the Duramalaje and Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, that was fun. Loved that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. And, and I definitely agree with you there, Keenan, uh, that uh, they're definitely setting up so, like the supporting characters for when the second movie comes out. I feel like they're building up these characters so that we're more familiar with them so that mm-hmm. we are by their side and in their shoes uh, in Black Panther 2. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for it. I support it. Uh, yeah. A uh, quick question to the panel: uh, Out of all these supporting characters um, for Black Panther, is there a specific character that you would like to take over the mantle as Black Panther in Black Panther Two? Or, okay, first name the character that you would want if you do want a character, or make your case for why there should not be a specific character um, taking over as Black Panther. <laughs> when you put it like that, that definitely makes it a lot harder. Um... So, so you got like some options. You have um, Shuri. Shuri. Who's yeah. very famous for taking over as Black Panther. Yeah. Um, you have Nakia. You also have Okoye. Um, you have the whole movement to somehow bring back Eric Killmonger and no. uh, have him take over as Black Panther. Absolutely not. Um, I mean, Shuri was always my first choice. Um, I love her character. But when you put it the way that you did, I don't know if... If they do take over, I mean, calling them Black Panther would be so difficult. I don't think Mm -hmm. anyone can fill those shoes, no matter how hard they try. And I also don't think that it's going to be fair to that actor... Because they're probably going to get a lot of crap and criticism and, you know, it's not the same, whatever. It just it puts a ton of pressure on them, I feel. Um, so she would be my number one choice if I were to pick someone. But I'm definitely okay with it not being anyone and it just being... Wakanda. A Wakanda thing. A, a team effort. So no, so no more like if you're going to do black panther 3 it's just gonna be you know wakanda I mean, or it's it's a you know it's obviously a difficult it's a difficult situation and it's something that was completely unexpected um yeah. and no one wants to even think about that you know i'm sure that everyone at marvel isn't going okay how are we, how are we gonna replace him you know no one's thinking that right now no one wants to think about that um so yeah it's hard but she she would be my choice she would be my choice yeah yeah i like i i originally was thinking about it uh but then like based off of what jess said you know it 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 made me kind of reconsider um you know the i see t'challa and you know like chadwick boseman as black panther right and so with this situation i'm going to reiterate an argument that i gave uh, when Falcon Winter Soldier was coming out, that just like John Walker and Steve uh, Steve Rogers, like it's more of the man than the mantle. Like 
Black Panther has obviously been uh, already established in the MCU as a mantle that's been passed down from father to son and generation and stuff like that. But I just don't think it would feel right for there to be another movie when, you know, like Shuri or Okoye or someone else is just like, now I am the Black Panther, stuff like that. They need to make something new. Um, perhaps it'll be called Black Panther 2 simply because it's in the same series and it is in memory of, not as a replacement. Um, you know, I could see certain characters filling those shoes, um, but I do not, you know, I, I can't really say because I simply just want it to end there and let us remember Black Panther as who he was. I'm going to respectfully disagree with everyone um, about that. I totally hear what you guys are saying. So, like, externally looking at it, great valid points. And everybody, like, you guys absolutely have the right to feel that way. And whoever feels that way has that right, too. Um, as much as I love Black Panther, like I said, he's my second. that movie was my second favorite MCU film. And definitely was one of my favorite characters in the MCU like when we were leaving Endgame I was thinking to myself I'm like well who's because like Cap was my character like that's the character I cared about the most and you know I was most invested in and we're when we we're leaving Endgame I was like who's going to be that character for me now and you know I love Spider-Man but this isn't necessarily the Spider-Man that I gravitated towards and for me that was like I have Black Panther and that's going to be my guy that I'm rolling with you know and so it's you know the tragic passing like it definitely hit me and it's devastating um with that being said i'm going to look at this from you know a wakanda perspective because i actually think that chadwick's passing shares a lot of like similarities with the actual theme of the black panther film where um where chadwick Chadwick's Black Panther, like T'Challa, wasn't ready to take that mantle because his father's life was tragically taken for from him unexpectedly. Um, but he he did so, um, took on took on the mantle, took on the challenge of being becoming Black Panther um, to carry his honor, and I can see there being you know a real life parallel between that and the actual story of the second black panther yeah. i don't know who that character is going to be i i would like it to be shuri keep it in you know the family um also empowering a woman character to be the new lead of black panther and the new lead of wakanda i think would be would be a really cool thing and i can't speak for chadwick but i i i could definitely see him wanting something like that for Letitia Wright playing that character. Um, but like I said, I can't speak for him, but I could see that being a selfless thing that he would want to do and an honorable thing that he would want to do. So that's just my perspective. I just see like the real life parallel between the, the story of Black Panther and the actual passing of Chadwick. Um, so that's just my opinion on that. But I think everybody's opinion is pretty much valid. Yeah, no, I, I mean, so. I, I definitely re respect yours, and I understand mm -hmm. where it's coming from. Um, honestly, you know, the, at, at the end of the day, as long as they do this uh, transition respectfully mm -hmm. and, you know, rightfully, then I will go along with it, as long as it, yeah. as long as it is done right. 
I think they're doing a great job because they said, you know, we're not recasting and we're not going to yeah. use any CGI whatsoever. Yeah, like it's going to be a completely fresh start. Um, so I have faith 100% that they're going to do it in the right way. I haven't been worried about that whatsoever. Um, yeah. I feel like crying again now. <laughs> I loved. <laughs> no, I loved, no, I loved no, Chadwick no, Boseman no. so much. Yeah. Every time we talk about this, it just it hits a nerve. It I, re- I remember when, like, when we were recording and we got that news. Yeah, we it was stopped. just us three, right? Yeah, we stopped. We never put out that. Yeah, episode, Grayson no. called we, you. Grayson we, called uh, you or text you. Yeah. Yeah, we, we we did not put out that episode, but there was an episode that we were recording where we got that news and we just could not continue with it. Yeah, I think we tried to talk. I think we actually concluded the episode, but we just never put it out. Like we just talked about it, but it was just such a shock in that moment that it was tough to even gather any thoughts. Yep. It's insane. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, speaking on the news, I think that Marvel Studios has a great track record of yeah. doing things meaningfully. Respect. And, sure. and like, think about the amount of respect, not only that, like, the studio has for Chadwick, but the cast has for, because, yeah. like, they're a family. Like, and Ryan Coogler, like, he has an attachment to, you know, Chadwick. All these people, you know, shared a special bond with him and they're gonna find a way to come together and honor him just uh just look at the so it's gonna be it's gonna be an emotional movie yeah like i'm not a movie crier but that might be tough to get through i'm i'm a movie crier and it's gonna make me cry (laughs) (laughs) i I mean it's gonna be the opening credits and you're just gonna have tears (laughs) (laughs) no i'm I'm gonna be watching the advertisements and just like bawling my eyes out (laughs) because Like, the first trailer. <laughs> and it's like next DreamWorks movie and I just like start thinking about the movie and Chadwick and I'm just like I'm crying and then like my friend will go like, dude, why are you crying about Trolls Three? I'm like, it's not Trolls Three. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Alright. That's good. Alright, last topic that we're getting through today is uh some Joker Two news. Um so Joker that. Two. A lot of people did not want that movie. I think we all loved it. Yeah. Oof. Everybody here loved oh, it. I love it. Are you kidding me? God. Woo! Okay. Like you, Just making sure. You know how big of a Batman slash Joker fan I am. Yeah. That movie was like, oh, okay. You know, I see you. So so this is official. There's a lot of rumors uh, about Joker 2, but um, Todd Phillips, who was the director of the first film, is coming back to direct and co-write the second film. It's actually happening. Joaquin is coming back. Uh, Cole has nay. a look of disdain I say on his nay. face. Nay. Yeah, can, do you, nay. Y- y- y'all mind if I if I give my thoughts first? Yeah, you have the floor. Drop it. All right. Um, listen, I love like that Joker movie to death. That movie was awesome. One of my <laughs> favorite comic book movies, if not movies in general of all time. But the thing is, it's like, do we really need another one? We don't. Not at all. Yes. The story was told. It was finished. Like, it's done. And another thing, I don't want Joaquin to have to do that to his body again. <laughs> I, like, I'm actually worried for that man. Like, you, you, I feel like that would be way too much. Now, could the movie be done well? Yes. 
Absolutely. It could be another beautiful Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, and, you know, it could, like, transition into something new that, like, we'll, we'll all know and love, but we don't, we just, we don't need it. We really don't. It's like, there is too much of a good thing type situation. And they want to make another one because it's a money grabber. Like, I'm at least glad that Todd Phillips is on it to, to co-write and stuff like that. You know, at least we know that the main mind behind the movie is going to be, you know, uh, making the second one. So yeah. I guess we could say that it, in general, it is in good hands, but I just don't think that it's necessary. Um, unless they're trying to, you know, branch him into like the, the DCEU or like their own little spinoff universe, you know, like trying to connect it with maybe Matt Reeves as Batman or something like that. Um, I don't know, but it's just, it doesn't feel necessary. Will I go see it? Absolutely. Opening night? Uh, yes, sir. But Will you love it? Yes. <laughs> will I love it? Uh, yes, I will. <laughs> uh, do I like answering questions? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> but I, it's not necessary. That, that's all I got to say. Jess, you got to go because I have a different opinion. No, Keenan. I know. Gotta go. Agree with me today. <laughs> Gotta go. Um, no, listen. In a world where we do not get look, good DC look. movies, give me more. And that's and, my opinion. And I understand that. And there's definitely a lot of potential for this to be good. But like, what else are you gonna do with it? You get to explore him actually be the Joker instead of become. The okay, Joker. but was not that the whole point of the of that movie? No, and, because in Batman films, you don't necessarily get to see just straight up, this is the Joker. Like, this is him. This is going through. His, this is what's going through his mind at all times. This is his experience. He's a, he's a side character. He's a villain. Now we just get to straight see him be a bad guy, terrorize Gotham. The, the charm behind I, the Joker movie is his origin, you know, and watching I, a man become the villain. The charm behind the movie oh was that gosh. it was actually a good DC movie, and we don't yeah. get them. Okay, you're already getting ahead of yourself here. Um, yeah, great movie, obviously, but there is there is too much. There is a such thing as too much of a good thing, and we got our origin story. We all loved it. Let the dead horse lie. Yeah. Because Too now, because now we're. Thing. What if they said that about the first Iron Man movie? Okay. First of all, do not bring Iron Man into this. <laughs> Iron Man is untouchable. We do not. We don't. We don't. We don't. Don't. What was I saying? <laughs> I'm talking about too much of a good thing. Like let the dead horse lie. Remember. Yeah. Damn crazy. Too many Batman movies, guys. They're too good. Too many. And I mean, I can't. I can't wait i mean you guys are way bigger on the joker and dc stuff as is i love the movie simply because it is a good movie not because it is joker or batman or dc or anything else it is simply a great movie yeah okay that, that makes more yeah would would you ever want had heath ledger not tragically passed away <laughs> would you ever want more of heath ledger's joker i mean i would have wanted yes no. to see him in the dark knight rises thank you that's enough. That's it right there. No. Because you have here's the, the best interpretation of the these Joker. These are two different things. Listen, these listen. Are... The best the best interpretation of the Joker at that time 
existed and you could have ha- if you could have had more you would have wanted more of that we have that wa- with Joaquin okay but the arc the arc one of that the best was set up and right up there with the arc why would you that, not want more? the arc that was set up in Joker was it, it started and finished you got to see his care his story arc to fruition people say like like I'm agreeing with Jess here yes it, like it was great as a comic book movie and stuff like that but it was a great movie. The emphasis on it was that it was a character study. It was more about the man than it was the Joker. I believe hearing like Todd Phillips say like at some point like that was just a movie that he wanted to do, like almost. Uh, I don't know if he said this, but it was more of a suggestion that like that Todd Phillips just wanted to make a movie like that, and then he made the guy Joker so that it would like so that the the uh, the idea would fly. Now I think that. I do think because Joaquin was great as Joker that it would be cool to see a sequel. It would be. But is it necessary? That's the question that I'm asking. Keenan, is it necessary? Because is we a, got is we it, got Isn't a Koye series necessary? Absolutely not, but I do want to see it. That's exactly what we've just basically discussed. So, so you agree that it is not necessary? Absolutely not. Because I love the first one, and if it had just been that, it's fine. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, I'm so sad. We're gonna get another good DC. No, movie. I'm not. That's I'm not sad saying. about it. I'm just trying to make sure that they don't milk something it's not that's good. necessary. I, d- I don't want it because it's I not don't want it necessary. Tainted. I don't want it ruined. It's that just it will idea. always exist. The, Joker is a controlled movie. Are they trying so to make what, what you're saying is you don't have faith that the second one will be good? Returning the same director and the same cast. The thing is, is that I don't know what else they could do. It's a different. Wait, that's not up. Him. That's not up to us to decide, though. That's up to the creative minds. I'm not. I'm not saying so, that. So but Todd Phillips probably had an idea. I'm not, and I think I actually Joaquin and Todd both said that they had ideas for a sequel. <laughs> no, no, no. This is fun. <laughs> this is what the people pay for. I'm. I'm saying that it's a stand like. Joker was meant to be a standalone movie. You see it clearly yes. finished. And I love the character of Joker. So is Star Wars. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All Here right. we go. Okay. So you know what? That is a good point. Right? <laughs> that, that, that actually is a good point. But that was a story... With characters, like a full-fledged group of characters that went together and went through this whole space odyssey together. And there was clearly more left to do, right? But we know the okay. character of the Joker. He was set up, and we know why he is the way that he is now. It was a character study. It was said and done. And then the movie ended. It said, the end at the end. It's not like, the Joker will return in the Joker 2. It wasn't, it's not, it, this isn't a Marvel that's, scenario. That's... And that's what they're trying to make it to be. But I don't want it to be that. Yes, you made your moneymaker. Yes, you made a fantastic movie. All right? But I need you to get your SHIT under control. If we could take that and move it to the other DC stuff... That would be great. Okay, like, so that's so you guys are fine with moving Joaquin Phoenix's Joker into a Robert Pattinson movie or merging it with the DCEU, but you're not fine with having another standalone Joker film. Am I hearing that correctly? Yeah, I do not that, care. That, that, so you're that's fine with seeing his story continue, but not look, on his own. It's got to be merged and connected. 
Okay. Because that's not exactly what so, I'm wanting. So when the Joker when the Joker came out, you know how long it took me to watch that movie? Forever. Forever. And it was only because everyone told me that it was such a visual masterpiece that I would love it. Because I am into very well-made movies. I appreciate yes. well-made movies. I am a classy lady. Shout okay. out to the Godfather. <laughs> so, <laughs> And then when I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, this movie is so well made. And I also appreciated that it had the Joker in it. But I do not care enough to get a Joker 2. If you tell me we're going to get another great movie, woo! But if you go, we're getting Joker 2, I go, eh, because I don't care enough about Joker 2. I only care about the movie being good. That is my point of view. <laughs> so. I can't wait to clip this apart in two years when Joker 2 comes out. And you're like, great movie. Oh, my God. No, see. Can't wait for the third. Here's the thing. Like, you're, you're missing the point. I think, like, if it is good, then, yeah, I'll love it. And I'll play. I'll praise it. I'll get, like, Joker Steelbook, Joker 2 Steelbook. There we go. We're having a great time. But the thing is, is that I just don't know if that's what if that is what needs to be done, right? What needs to be done? We need to remake Something Wonder Woman else. 84, okay? That's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, Joker was, a, Joker was an absolute banger of a standalone. But the thing is, is that I feel like that they are making a Joker 2 because they don't have anything better to make. I think that they're well, trying then that's, to milk then that this you're mad at, But the thing is, you're mad at DC. Don't take it out on the sequel movie like your frustration is toward dc making horrible movies I, I, i'm my frustration is towards ones. warner brothers making horrible movies I get what you're okay saying. warner brothers making terrible movies We're finally but don't getting... necessarily take it out on joker because you're frustrated at warner no brothers. you're thinking that i'm taking it out on joker i just think that i don't know if it's necessary like I agree. It's not necessary. We all agree it's not necessary. It's kind of like the whole notebook. But I'm excited. No, okay, let, I will agree with your excitement. <laughs> like, okay, like, so, here, we'll, we'll give a very that's, basic ground. So I'm we just, all agree on everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're you're like Ryan Gosling and I'm Rachel McAdams, and you're like, what do you want? And I'm like, it's not that simple, because we complain so much about not getting good DC content, and then when we finally get good DC content, we're like, no, we don't want more uh, of that. It. it could get ruined. Just let it be good. That's Just it. let it be good. No more good. Listen, listen. <laughs> Just, it. So, so it's happening at this point. Let it be good. <laughs> let, like, for, for God's sake, let it be good. Because I just don't want them to ruin, like, the, like the Joker movie, right? Because that came out, and that was perfect to me, right? And I just want to make sure that if it has a sequel, then it better damn well be good. Yeah. Because, like, if you want to follow up that, then you have to, you have to make it that good. And you yeah. have to have a reason I agree. for that. There has to be... There's a lot of pressure. Like, yeah, there has to be, like a really good plot to go off of because like the the charm of the first movie is now kind of kind of said and done at least like the charm for me is that like his origin story like why he is the way that he is we know why we know how he works stuff like that do we want to see him in action sure absolutely but what's going to be the the plot and the substance of that movie that's what i'm curious about is he going to is he going to be making chaos stuff like that what's going to be learned at the end how is it going to come all to fruition i guess we'll find out I'm excited. I am. Do I think it's necessary? 
No. Do I think, like, am I apprehensive? Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, just F around and find out. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's fair. You have fair points. You're allowed to feel the way you do. Okay, thank you for this therapy session. <laughs> we just spent 20 minutes talking about Joker, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, oh, I'm just going to shove this like topic at the end of the episode. We'll talk about it for five minutes, you know? I'm like, no, it turns nope. into a full-blown full debate, which I enjoyed. But um, any other thoughts on Joker before we wrap up the show? Nope. Please be good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank, uh, shout out to Cole and Jess for being here on another episode. Woo-hoo! You guys are the best. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to get everybody back on next week's episode. Uh, we have some plans to do some fun episodes. Um, so stick around for those. We're maybe going to do some game nights and things like that. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, real quickly, we want to shout out all of our patrons, the guys who basically pay for our podcast and help us kind of keep it going. Um, so shout out to Raymond, who's also a co-host on the actual podcast. Uh, Rick, Jacob, Caleb, Diego, Sam, Joseph, and the sponsor of this episode, Jess. You may actually already know her. I think she was just talking. Uh, (laughs) So thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Uh, If you want to support us, you can find us at patreon.com slash comic blast. You can find our social media. um, So that's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at comic blast underscore. And um, all of our personal stuff you can find in the links from wherever you're listening to so if you're on spotify just open the actual description of the episode and you can follow us there i won't run through everything just to save some time but um thank you guys as always for listening we will talk to you guys hopefully next week um with that being said cole is gonna edit in grayson saying something oh man (laughs) you're stuck with that you can't edit that out that's the ending because i because i did him that service one time (laughs) and Now I have to do it all the time. All right, Grayson, take it away. Woo! Cole, that's for you in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, you guys ready? <laughs> <laughs>